0: Welcome back to the Standing O podcast, a place where we like to have conversations and tell stories that help you win your confidence. Um, I have been having a lot of conversations lately um, with former teammates and fellow coaches just about how sports today are different from you know, back in the olden days or back when we grew up. Um, I grew up in in the 90s. I competed in college in the early 2000s. And it was kind of like right on that, like I was starting to get Facebook and um, have my own laptop. It was like, you know, where technology was starting to come more handheld. It still wasn't quite there yet. I know that makes me sound like some big old grandma, but I really think that not the sport itself has changed, but it's our access to it. You know, I feel like there's just so much more now. And a lot of it, I think, for good. I mean, some obviously for the worse, but a lot of it for the better. If, if you want to be great, There's really no more excuses. Like we used to have excuses on what we had um, physical access to, like the facilities or um, coaches and stuff. And that's still a part of it. However, now you can just straight go to YouTube and you can learn all the things you need to learn. You can connect with coaches and with athletes from all over the place. I think about my favorite athletes growing up. Um, You know, like Jackie Joyner-Kersey and Shannon Miller and Dominique Dawes. And if I wanted any kind of connection to them, any kind of access to them, I had to wait every four years and watch them on TV in the Olympics. I couldn't record it, couldn't save it. I had to be present live to watch it. And then my other favorite thing to somehow feel connected to them was the Sports Illustrated for Kids Magazine because you know they had pictures in it. They had trading cards, and it kind of felt like more like it was just for me because they were talking straight to kids. But now, now you can connect with your favorite athletes um, on Instagram. Like you can see their personal feelings, their personal thoughts, the the things that they do day in and day out, and then you can search them on YouTube. You can watch all kinds of their videos. And while Sports Today, girls' sports still. Are less prominent in the media. There's just, there's track on TV now. There's tennis on TV. There's golf and there's, you know, all these kinds of Olympic sports, snowboarding, all the things. There's more presence to them um, on any, all these streaming services and all the different channels. And like I said, on YouTube. So I just feel like there's more things we can see. There's more ways we can connect. There's more access that athletes and coaches have today than we used to. Another thing is there's just more access to learning. I mean, YouTube is just this giant library of learning. We can learn drills, we can learn skills, we can learn from other coaches that we respect or that are across the country, across the world. Uh, You can take courses and you can send your video in and have somebody analyze it and give you feedback. I mean, there's just so much more access to learning. It's not just your coach or your parent that can give you advice anymore. There's a lot more opportunity to be a self-learner and take ownership in your own progress, I feel like then when even I was an athlete. I think another thing we notice is there's just more knowledge in the field of sports from everything from, you know, how you should from how you should run or stand or the specific skill but even In rest and recovery and sleep in rehab and injury prevention the different types of training and strength training that you can do whether it's you know in the weight room or it's yoga or it's cross training or it's in the pool there's just so much more research and knowledge that has been put into sports and into performance and especially we've seen it on the mental side on the mental performance mental health And the performance psychology mental toughness confidence all of those things i feel like are more being more talked about and more coached on today i think the downside is that it can feel overwhelming it can be all consuming sometimes because now you're seeing what all these other people are doing and you kind of you're left with fomo or you're not sure where to start or who you should listen to with so much access to knowledge that can be The downside that can be the hard part to filter through but like i said if you want to be great you really have no excuse there is so many ways for you to just open an app and learn in my journey as a coach there are a lot of things i've learned and that i continue to learn that i'm like gosh if i would have had that as an athlete it would have been so helpful or i would have done so much better For me, a lot of that comes in on the mental performance side of sport. Like you, I'm sure I was a really hard worker. Like the physical part wasn't ever something that stood in my way. I was always someone who could show up and do what my coach says and work really hard. But it seemed to be my mind that always got in the way. Like practice would be great. I'd be relaxed, I'd be stress-free, I would feel confident, and then I'd get to the meet. And I would start to feel the pressure of it, or the expectation of it. Or I'd see the girl that's in the lane next to me, and she looked strong, or she looked fast, or she looked intimidating. And everything I prepared for would go out the window. Or I would focus on the things I couldn't control, like... Um, the weather or what the official was saying or what someone on another team was doing or where my coach was and where I thought my coach should be. All of those things would get in my way and distract me from actually focusing on what I should have been focusing on. Or, <laughs> this was a tendency I still struggle with today, I would focus on all the things that could go wrong. And then my mind was made up on all of the things that could go wrong. And I would be surprised at how it manifested. Like, the wrong things came true before big meets, like before the state track me or the conference championship or any kind of big opportunity my dad would always tell me to visualize my race and so i would go to bed and this was very hard for me because i'm a storyteller at heart and i have a very vivid and wild imagination so i would lie in bed i would close my eyes And I would try to picture my hurdle race. And the thing is, is I would never get over like the third hurdle. I would always have to start over because something bad always happened in my visualizations. I would DQ. I would hit a hurdle and fall. I would go over the wrong hurdle or I'd be checked in in the wrong lane or I'd five step or my coach would pull me out before I even got a start or a bus would come and it would hit me or a bear would come out of nowhere and it would start chasing me or I'd fall off the track like it was a bridge and I would just keep falling. Now needless to say for me visualization didn't help. Well at least the way I was doing it it didn't help. Now I never actually got chased by a bear or hit by a bus but I never saw myself all the way through. I never visualized the race going perfectly. Earl Nightingale, he was kind of the, one of the first people to really look into uh, professional and personal development. He says, whatever we plant in our subconscious mind and nourish with repetition and emotion will one day become a reality. I'll say that again, whatever we plant in our subconscious mind. So for me, I was planting all of the bad things, all of the things I couldn't control, all of the wrong things. And if those are the things that we nourish with repetition. So I was continually focusing on the wrong things. That's the repetition. I was nourishing and watering the wrong things. Then one day that becomes a reality. So back then I was surprised. I was always flabbergasted and always upset by the wrong thing coming true, by my best race not happening in a competition, but happening in practice. Why? Well, I know now because I was nourishing and repeating the bad thing. I was watering the bad seed. It's no wonder I would walk into a competition emotionally spent, and scared because I was nourishing and watering the wrong thing. I was not nourishing and watering and repeating the confidence, the perfect race, the good thing. So how do you plant your good seeds? With so much information out there, it can be overwhelming because you can feel like you have to do it all. So I thought that today in this episode I am going to give you a simple activity, a simple way to focus on the nourishing the right things, the good seeds and to help you walk into a competition feeling prepared, feeling confident and feeling ready. So all you'll need is a paper and a pen, just something to write with and something to write on. Now I've actually done this in a group text message before with, um, with some of my teams and that's kind of fun too because you do it together, you see everyone's responses. So I'll recommend a paper and pen, but texting on your phone works as well. And all you have to do is you have to answer this question. What could go wrong? Yes, you need to answer the question, what could go wrong? And then you literally list absolutely everything that comes to your mind when you think of that question, what could go wrong? This list can be tiny little things like hair ties breaking or wardrobe malfunctions or, you know, forgetting your shoes. It can be Bigger things like getting disqualified or hitting a hurdle. And it can be those obscure things like buses and bears. Write it all down. You'll be surprised at all of the worries that you carry around with you. All those little tiny seeds that are inside of you, whether subconsciously or consciously, being fed. There is just something cathartic about getting it out of your brain and putting it on paper and pen. This is why for me, just laying in my bed visualizing didn't work because it didn't go anywhere. It just stayed inside me and then I would sleep on it and I would have these horrible dreams, right? Whereas when I have a pen in my hand and a piece of paper, I'm getting it out. And then I'm literally folding it, closing it, and putting away. It is no longer inside me it is out and it is somewhere safe so paper and pen what could go wrong and list it all out because once it's out it's out and that seed of that story is no longer growing in your mind and then once you've done that once you've answered that question what could go wrong and you've got you know your dozens to hundreds of things that could go wrong Now, you can keep it on a piece of paper, you could tear the piece of paper up, you could fold it up and throw it away, you could flush it, you could burn it, you could just get it away, whatever works for you to help you feel better, do it. What could go wrong? And then, don't forget this part. Now answer the question, what could go right? What could go right? And then list it all. I run my fastest time ever. I win my competition. I make the last second shot. Our team plays together. Our team plays composed. What could go right? The sun could come out. The weather could be perfect. What could go right? Because that's the magic. Learning to focus on what could go right. Our body will do what our mind has made up. Our body will do what our mind tells us to do. Focus on what is right. Focus that energy on what could go right. You'll be surprised at how much better you show up, how much energy you've conserved because you're focused and you're composed and you know that things could go right and that things will go right. I'll leave you with this quote from Earl, another quote from Earl Nightingale. He says, picture yourself in your mind's eye as having already achieved the goal. See yourself doing the things you'll be doing when you've reached the goal. See yourself lifting up that trophy. See yourself on the podium. See yourself hugging your teammates and your coaches and your parents. Embrace that feeling of a personal best time. What does that feel like? Live in that moment. Water that seed. What could go right? I'd love to hear how this activity works for you. So email me, message me on Instagram. I'd love to, even if you need to just tell somebody all the things that could go wrong and then all the things that could go right, I'd love to be the person that that hears them and then also affirms you in all of the things that will go right. I just want to take this time and just say thank you for For tuning in and for being a part of the Standing O podcast, I I think about, this is one of the things, (laughs) this is one of the things that I wish I had when I was an athlete, people talking about our mindset, our confidence, all of the things that go into being a girl, being a female athlete, and all of the struggles that we have, and all of the things, and the crazy things that we think about, rather than being alone in our bedroom feeling like we're crazy knowing that other people are thinking these things too. And I, I hope that, that this podcast, I hope that what we do on a grander scale with our nonprofit with She Plays is those places for you to feel safe, to see your part, see yourself in the stories that we tell, and just to show up brave and confident and ready to know that you're ready for the competition at hand, for the challenge, for the hurdle, that stands in front of you. So thank you for tuning in and thank you for letting me be a part of your athletic journey. Um, This is going to be our final episode of season one of the Standing O podcast. I am entering into the championship part of my season as a coach and then summer, you know, all the kids come home and uh, so we're just going to take kind of our off season and prepare more content and prepare more stories. And so if you have a story that you'd like to tell, if you have a a person you'd love to hear interviewed on this podcast, or if there's topics that you want more stories on, please share, please comment, please reach out to us um, via Instagram or email or find us on our website at sheplaysnow.com. So thank you again for tuning into the Standing O podcast and until next season, just know that this is Coach D and I'm cheering you on.